Hey guys, and welcome to What Do We Know. We're gonna, it's just me, Matt Benegate, but tonight we're gonna give you a recap of four teams that we thought had a great draft, a funny draft, or just one that we thought was interesting. Enjoy the episode, babies. And he's a athletic as hit. I just love seeing that kid that's not scared to just go for it. You know, like, yeah, I agree. It's going to be fun to watch. I feel they're going to be kind of like uh, the Panthers last year. Like, just a whole bunch of rookies and their exactly. new coach and a new system. So, in I like, I actually like him. He's, he's a very old school linebacker. Mm -hmm. He's very fun to watch. He's a good. He's not it's gonna be Jared interesting. Davis. No, he's gonna not be Jared Davis, but, but losing Jared Davis, they needed that. that What's up? And we are in, dude. Oh, most of us. Yeah, most of us. Uh, we got a technical difficulty uh, this week. Gabe is having a blast. Tried so hard to get on. Uh, we really do feel bad for him. He feels bad about it, but he'll definitely. His hotel's got no internet. Has no internet, and he is in a different state. So, what are you going to do, you know? It's always in a different state. Let, let, the man, let the man get drunk and have a good time. We're all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who? Uh, how are we getting into this one tonight, guys? Damn, I'm trying to uh, – bang, got it. Got what I was looking for. We so, <clears throat> so tonight we're going to kind of go over teams that we think did either shit or good in this past draft. Y'all are going to hear four less than we expected y'all to hear. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have to actually get 12 for a while. 12 is still a lot. 12 is still a lot, man. 16 hey, it, 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 might, it might be a shorter episode than expected, but it's all good. We've given y'all some pretty long ones. I mean, I can talk. <clears throat> ben, you want to kick it off, brother? Yeah, man. Uh, Throw a team out there. We going with clowning or serious? What we no, at? I'm actually going to go serious, and I'm actually going to go with the one everyone's excited about, and I'm going with the Jags here. And you know, they had All the right. first overall pick. I say everyone's excited about. They had the first overall pick. They have Trevor Lawrence, their prodigy, and I honestly think they did really well. And it's if they'd have done really bad, I'd have been furious with the picks that they have. You know, you can't say they won the draft because they had two firsts. <laughs> Two seconds. <laughs> like, you know, they had a bunch of early picks. So I can't say they won the draft, but I think they got good value for all their picks. Trevor Lawrence is obviously, I mean, that's a home run pick right there. Of course. I mean, the draft is always kind of hard one to be like. And different people like different players, even analysts, you know, like it, analysts, coaches, staffs, everybody likes different styles and different players. So, like, winning the draft is. It's tough because I feel, I feel like winning the draft is really like a personal preference of your team. Right. Well, that and, I mean, to me, winning the draft is getting the best value for your pick. You know, finding, right. that, player, finding that player that is there that shouldn't be there. Yeah, and, having the sleepers in the draft that you right. picked up. That's like, what wow. I'm saying. You can't, you can't really say the Jaguars did that because of where their picks were, you know? 
they they had their choice of ninety percent of the players in the draft. <laughs> their, choice their choice is of hundred percent. Like, is there someone more valuable than Trevor Lawrence, or do we just like look like assholes if we don't draft him with the first overall pick? Well, but the Which thing I, think I like there is someone more valuable, but you kind of look like an asshole if you don't take him with the first overall pick. The thing that really struck me, though, about the Jaguars picks that I liked the, their whole draft room was they, they're they not – and I don't know how much Urban Meyer had to do with this. I'm sure he had a lot to do with it, but they did really well. <laughs> Look at Josh. He's drinking water. Vodka. Oh. Water. Yeah, it was water. That out of arrow life, bro. But their, lots of their picks were like – planning for the future picks. It's the, I, I don't think they're, like, getting Trevor Lawrence and we're going to win a Super Bowl this year, you know? They got Trevor Lawrence. They got Trevor Lawrence a weapon that he's comfortable with. and Which Travis was 15, surprising, but it I, was like surprising. I like how Clemson stayed together. I it's, was a big fan It of was that. a very smart move <laughs> to do for your future quarterback. I also but think it's someone he's very comfortable with right away. Um, but then... 18 plays a big part in the past. I say, and you have that's what I was going to say. Robinson's a mauler at running back, and I think Robinson and a team. Oh, very McCaffrey and Kamara ish, you know? Yeah, it's going to be nice. Kamara is is who he reminds me of. When you have that many picks, like, why not grab a team right there? Well, it was a smart thing to do for your, your future quarterback get him someone he's comfortable with right out the get go. But, but then, you know, from then on, it was just like, you know, they got Tyson Campbell, and they're not struggling at a cornerback, but this kid could be a stud, you know? Yeah, I like Tyson Campbell. Yeah. Uh, and they and then they, then they went out, they went out, they got Walker much. Little, Andre Sisco. These are all players that they can develop. These are people that can, they can make into studs. These are not people that are going to help them win this year. Right, which is what I liked. They 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 recognized their building and they drafted players for the future. You know, Josh. What round did you, they get Andre Cisco in? They got him in the third round. That's actually that's that's a good placement. Uh, he yeah. is a first round talent. I, I <laughs> okay, he's first round talent, but he's not a first round football yeah, player, which exactly. is what I'm saying. Which they is got why I, they yeah. got the they got the athleticism that they can mold over the next few years, and they did that with a lot of players. If you look at a he Players really is like scary, dude. Jordan like, Smith woof. and Jalen Camp, their fourth round and, and sixth round pick. That uh, Jordan Smith, dude, he's six foot seven, two hundred fifty five pound edge rusher, and he's athletic as heck. I just love seeing that kid that's not scared to just go for it. You know, like okay, in college that might like that's your Andre Cisco. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. But I think in the NFL, if you can harness just going for it, like. You become a game changer, man. Like, oh, oh yeah, because I mean, if you make something out of it, then everybody's looking at you like, oh my god, and then you've you've got the crowd behind you, you got the fans, you got the noise. Go for it. Yeah, right. I think it's dope. <laughs> well, no, like I, a young aggressive player is coming, but in. it's it's exactly what I said. It's a player that they can they bring in and they know he's aggressive. They know he's athletic. They know he's got a nose for the football. So now all they have to do is kind of rein him in and harness him and, and, and brush up his technique and, and make sure he doesn't blow an assignment, you know, coach him up a little bit and plan for the future. He's not that kid that you're just going to throw in the field and say, Hey, you're a team captain. 
<laughs> I want to see his preseason, man. I'm excited to see him, and I, I'm, I am a huge fan of him because I like the aggression. You know, I'm like you, Josh. He, he, he wants that football. He He's going to go dude. try to make a play. But this is the NFL. He's going to have to be taught to, you know, go make the play when you can't. Know, know when to try to make the play and when to stay on your assignment, well, you know, so you don't get burnt. Yeah, it, it's true. It's true. I just like the fact that, like, um, when we talked about Tyron Matthew and I was saying how I think he's a change because he didn't wait till you needed the play for him to get it. He's the guy that just showed up out of nowhere. It was like, ah, first and 10, I'm going to take the ball. It's I'm going to make the play on first and 10. And I think Cisco has that kind of drive in him. And, you know, like, that's not Matthew all the time, so I see where you're going with it. But Matthew is the one that just shows up and blows your mind. And I think Andre Cisco has that same kind of want. He wants to be that guy that wants to blow your mind every play, which is why he has so many. Right. Mistakes. And he's a he's a player that I would say, look, man, when you know your assignment is taken care of, go, go try to make the play. You know, when you know that back end is covered, yeah. go do it. Throw it all on the line right there. But when it's coming right through your zone or something. Yeah, when you're the when watch you're out. The men are zone on a make sure three. they don't just make sure they don't score right here, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I think the Jags did an excellent job of, of looking towards the future and getting good value, or or good, how do I say, good potential value with every single one of their picks. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be fun to watch. I feel they're going to be kind of like uh, the Panthers last year. Like just a whole bunch of rookies, uh, their new coach and a new system. Showing a lot of potential, but not really going to do much but this upcoming season. It. No, it is. I want to throw in. It is because, I mean, look at the Bucks. The Bucks did it for the past four years, and then they got a QB, and it was like, hey, we won a Super Bowl. You know, like. <laughs> I want to throw in. I want to throw in real quick one move they made that I'm actually a huge fan of, and it's just official today. They signed Tam, Tim Tebow as a tight end. <laughs> no, I no, no, think no. that's <laughs> the most poo trash thing I've ever heard in my life. Listen to me. It is so stupid. Listen to me. I don't think he needs to see the field. I think they signed him as a locker room presence. I do not. I think they are strictly paying him to be in that locker room. I do not. I do not anticipate him actually, you know, lining up as a starting tight end. Uh, I I put they, they drafted a tight end. Uh, yeah, Luke Forrell from Ohio State. I would put him over Tim Tebow. I wouldn't no, let Tim no Tebow see the field. Right, <laughs> dude's four, uh, almost forty years old. Yeah. Tim Tebow does but not need to see 34? the field. Thirty-four, but with such a young, a, a young team, and and Urban Meyer wanting a, a new. Uh, atmosphere there, I think that's why he signed Tim Tebow. I think he's just trying to get Tebow in the locker room with all his young guys. I think Tebow tried to go and play tight end like they told him to when he was a rookie because Tim Tebow now has the type of fame that would show up on our podcast. I uh, think. <laughs> right, I no, think no, honestly, Tebow. Tim Tebow's like, I'm a, I'm a guest on What Do We Know? No one's ever heard of them or me anymore. I'm I'm so, not I'm not sure Tebow feels the same way that he's being signed as a locker room presence. <laughs> I think he wants to get out there and play, but uh, Tebow gets cut by the end of preseason. Yep, 
I'm on board. With I think that that's now. also very possible too. But I think Urban Meyer is looking at him more as a locker room presence than uh, a a potential game changer. You know, I don't know about that. I mm. think Tebow gets cut by end of preseason. <laughs> yeah, the same way he did with the Patriots. The same way he did with the yeah. Eagles. Like he was a special teamer on the Jets, and not even like. He wasn't even like a headhunter special teamer. He was like a blocker for the punter special teamer. Like he was an up back special teamer for the punter. Uh, All right, well, let's move on from the Jags. That's like 15 minutes on the Jags that we just put. um, Yeah, but we we only have an hour. We we still got 11 more teams. Oh, that that is true. That's 15. We have all the time in the world without Gabe, okay? (laughs) Um, we're gonna but podcast forever. Podcast for three hours. Podcast, we'll podcast for four hours. We'll podcast till week. Gabe can come back. Okay. I don't like that idea. Anyways, no, uh, me either, Matt. Moving what are you on. thinking about here? Uh, you staying on the on the good draft side, or you you got somebody you trying to clown? What are we thinking? Uh, I I mean, we can clown the Jets a little bit, or. <laughs> uh, the Jets. The thing about the Jets is. After their first two picks, they had a really good draft. But uh, they traded a good, experienced Sam Darnold for a not experienced Sam Darnold again. And he's got to – Yeah, it's beautiful. He's going to come in, do the exact same thing Sam Darnold did. Be in the exact same spot Sam Darnold was three years – I mean, is now in three years. Yep. And – his offensive line, Elijah Vera Tucker, is probably going to be traded by that time. Hey, he's a, he's a good offensive line, but what? They way too early. Went before a couple well, offensive okay. linemen, and he's a USC lineman. They're going to throw him around a couple yeah. of different spots, and he may not find a spot to be in the to stay in the NFL. Honestly, um, I think it's a risky pick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> is he going to get traded to the same team as Elijah Vera Tucker, though? That'd be solid for whoever they go to. I'm so confused what you just said. Yeah, me, yeah, me. We me, said Elijah says. Vera Tucker's getting traded. Yeah, no, I'm saying is Zach Wilson also going to get traded just like Sam Darnold did? Is he also going to go to wherever Elijah Vera Tucker goes? Well, I guess Sam Darnold got released. But when Elijah Vera Tucker's not on that team anymore, is that is is he still there? Is Zach Wilson there? Or do they become just like the Browns who had two first-round picks for forever and never kept any of them? Well, honestly, I'll put it this way. I think that depends. Let's see what Sam Darno does. Because if Sam Darno ends up succeeding in his later years, if Wilson really does <laughs> do what I'm saying and follow like that same repetitive as Sam Darno did, who knows? When it comes to it, they're going to be like, we traded the last guy. Well, he did pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but they don't realize it's not their fault, the guy's fault. It's theirs. <laughs> We're going to keep him. Why does this one suck now? We This clone is not as good as the original. Well, I mean, hey, they don't have a linebacker for their head coach now. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting, man. Outside of that, let's see. You said we like what, what happened in their draft. I really don't pay as much attention to the Jets as I guess I should, but they're also the Jets. So who really well, pays I as mean, much attention to them as they should? Yeah, but after after that, they went in, they got Elijah Moore, you know, old Miss receiver who I loved. He's a beast. Uh, little Michael Carter from North, great North Carolina who 
dude, if you watch the kid, he's a weapon all over. He he's Tony Pollard based. Not no, not him. I'm thinking of a different team from different running back from Kentucky. No, Michael Carter, a little five eight cat. It was this freaking insane, bro. Michael like, Carter's a, a good. Rondell Moore he's style. Fast. Yeah, kind of like Rondell Moore. Nice. You could put him at slot receiver if I you mean, wanted to, that, but Elijah put him Wood's in the back. Like that too, though. You keep him in the back, man. He kind of runs like Wood. he kind of runs like Sproles. You know, <laughs> he's fast. He hits the holes and he's slippery. Like he, he's just gonna bounce around the field. Gets Dude, I think there's a lot of guys coming into the league like that lately. It's honestly exciting. I, I freaking mean, love the Darren Sproles type player. I the, love that. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of it. it they're, so, they're so much fun to watch because if they don't get tackled, they look like Barry Sanders, basically. And you're like, yeah! Like, <laughs> Gabe's, Gabe's texting us, yo. He's, he's so upset he's not on right now. I, 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 think, they'd, uh, I think they deserve um, more snaps. I don't think people ever give them enough. But, uh... Pause. My, my... Pause. <laughs> Anyways, but, like, not only do they get uh, Michael Carter right there in the fourth, then they get Auburn's deep back, um, Jermaine Sherwood, who, if you watch him, it's not like there's anything special about the cat, but he's a big, it's a big deep back. And he's a Grefg's, like, he's going to he's gonna make a decent backup when you need him to. Sherwood, and, I yeah. yeah I, I, I don't think I that mean, you know what's You know what's great is – in the fourth round, they drafted Michael Carter, and, and then in the fifth round, round they drafted Carter. Michael Carter the second, who's yeah. actually a beast, dude. The little Duke, Duke safety. They drafted a father he's, and son. He's pretty good. No, no. <laughs> Everyone know that. He's a pretty good little cat. I mean, the rest of their picks in there are now all solid backups. Whenever they get in, I think they're gonna all gonna do their thing. I don't think. Any of them are really potential starters. No, once you get down to the fifth round, it's really hard to have a bad pick. Yeah, I mean, you're you're just taking a shot in the dark but, with most of those guys. Ah, uh, you can I mean, still have a bad. All pick. in, you can have a bad pick, but you, you got to be pretty. As I say, if you look you know, at the Jets, you got to be pretty much so. you know Houston to have that pick. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a pick, Josh. Uh, I know. <laughs> Poor bastards. Uh, <laughs> Actually, they did have two picks in the fifth round, okay? But Woo-hoo! continue with the Jets. We're going to go. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the Jets for, draft from afar, you know, they, it's like, that's a pretty good draft. And then if you look like Zach Wilson over Justin Fields, you're like, idiots. And then if you look at Elijah Bear Tucker over, like, Alex Leatherwood or – um, was Christian Darishaw. Christian Darishaw, you're like, idiots. Idiots. <laughs> As in so, their next three picks, you're like, oh, not bad. And the rest, you're like, yeah. I'm, they'll do okay. I'm looking at the draft, at the Jets draft right now, and I talked earlier about getting the best value at that pick. And they got uh, Hamson Azirodine, the safety out of Florida State, in the mm-hmm. sixth round. Yeah. I had a second round grade I, on that. I dude. like, like that. early second that round grade on that dude, good, man. Dude, there's some uh, people that really problem, fell that it's like that's Whoa, a good dude. pick. His only problem is he doesn't wrap up. He likes to go in with the shoulder. He doesn't go in with right, his arm. He's six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds safety. Right, but yeah, he falls but off of some college cats. So freaking right. wide. And in the NFL, you go hit Derrick ah. Henry. I, I I agree, man. Zeke he, he needs don't some, eat. He needs some coaching. 
Zeke, he needs some. Alvin he needs Kamara, some coaching. You you're not tackling any of those guys. Some coaching, but but not, that's why not that's, sixth round worth no, of coaching. Well, I agree, but that's why he failed that. Up. I mean, that that'd be my only argument for a second round tackle. Either way, I take him in the fourth, late third, like snag him. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, Josh, how about you, bro? Okay, go. um, Let's we're gonna go. stick to clowning. And we are going to talk about Houston. Yeah, baby. Josh um, helium. Yes, I do. Now. Uh, no, I, actually, I, I did not see that coming. I love yeah. how you said we're going to stick to clowning and talk about Houston. Yes. I thought you were talking um, about Jadavian Clowney for a minute. No. Dude, I, I thought he said clowning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying clowning because in my yeah, notes, oh, I literally put that these guys are the clowns of the NFL. Oh, It's dude. really, 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 really – uh quite hilarious. hilarious that within the short time frame that the Texans have been in the league, they went from being a team that was like, all right, they're new, whatever, but they're, they're making their moves. They've got some up and comers. They've got some superstars, some future hall of famers. And then to, whoa, they're contenders to, we're never going to win a Super Bowl ever. We're the Browns already. This is bad, 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 bad. You, you, okay, explain to me this. There's seven rounds in the NFL. You've traded away everything you have, all of it. The, the, the Texans have given up everything. And they only had five draft picks, but they gave up all of their players. And the five, out of those five draft picks, they didn't have any in the first. They didn't have any in the second. They didn't have any in the fourth. And they didn't have any in the seventh. They had two thirds, two fifths, and a sixth. And we're gonna go, we're gonna go into this here. And you know, <laughs> we're we're not gonna talk about Deshaun Watson. He's not gonna play this year. Uh, who cares? They pick up Tyrod Taylor. Poor oh, Mark good. Ingram, dude. I dude, love you, and I feel dude, so bad for you. <laughs> we're not even talking just poor Mark Ingram. I love Mark Ingram. We're talking Philip Lindsay. I love Philip Lindsay. Love they have one of the scariest two back systems the NFL has right now. Oh, that's but, all they have. But <laughs> they pick up Tyrod Taylor. They've Which got is a, a three back system now. They, they've got a okay, Tyrod. Cool. <laughs> Tyrod's gonna fit. He's hey, gonna I fall into Tyrod place to Deshaun nicely. He's a good veteran to have on your team. He's never Tyrod's had the great, opportunity man. to really be the starter. And for Houston, he's in a position where he is the starter. Unless Deshaun comes back and the offensive style doesn't change. But, okay, it's a good good move, Houston. Great. The fact is you have some okay receivers. You don't have anything on your defense anymore at all. None of it. You have Eric Reed. Uh, you got Reed. You got no, they have Justin Reed. Look, yeah, uh, Justin Reed. Yeah, you're right. Now, you, you, you gave. You gave your first-round picks to the Dolphins, uh, to Miami. And then, at the end of the year, you gave them the linebacker who led the NFL in tackles as well. And, and you're only good receiver. And or you your best gave, receiver at that point after you got and, rid of your Hall of Fame receiver. Right. So, out of all of these picks, they've really got nothing for them besides Laramie Tunzel, who is a great tackle, but also a disappointment. He's not the left, the first-round left tackle that came in and acted like, yo, I'm the first-round left tackle. He's still good. So you've got nothing. You don't have any more picks. You don't have any more good defenders. You traded away your best the, – the best receiver in the NFL for a six-round pick. 
That's what you no, you you gave away a sixth round pick with him. And you took a running back that you've cut from your team already. And then they go all the way to the third round and they draft a QB. They draft Davis Mills, right? Dude, y'all are so <laughs> stupid. You still have one of the best QBs in the league. Whatever, these allegations are gonna cut him or be disproven. It doesn't look like they will be. But even then, you, you did pick up Tyrod Taylor, so you're safe right there. They draft, they draft this dude as if as if he's gonna be like, oh, but this is our savior. Because with the first pick that you have, you didn't help out the defense or Tyrod Taylor. You just went with another QB who also might never ever see the field because look, let's let's be real here. He, he this is Davis Mills is Mitchell Trubisky, and this is the spot Mitchell Trubisky should have been drafted in, not the first round, because this is somebody who came in and only played 14 games, just like Mitchell Trubisky. In and his career. In right? his career. Yes. He played 14 games in his entire career, and with the situation Houston is in, they're like, this is our savior. And then right after that, they draft the other position that they didn't need to fill, which is receiver, because their receiver is honestly the best position on their team even though they got rid of their best receivers. Um, and this dude's good. I, I like I like Nico Collins out of Michigan. He's a big boy. He's a big pick. And he would have gone much higher if he did not sit out because of the COVID season. Um, so I, but I think he's great. He, uh, it's a good pick. But uh, come on now. Like, y'all didn't need that, Houston. And then after that, you, they just, they just, they shit the bed after that. They went, they went tight end, and they just put more offense. The only pick that I actually think they needed, which was a good one, which in my opinion is a steal, is uh, Garrett Wallow from TCU. That dude is a monster. He's he's a monster. He's a TCU defensive captain, and but he's small. He's two hundred and twenty pounds at linebacker, so. I don't know where they're going with that pick. I just – I like him a lot. Um, and then they go ahead and take a six-round defensive tackle who is just somebody who is a good player but from a very small school who could have definitely gone undrafted if Houston didn't take him right here in the six. Uh, <laughs> uh, Houston is – the worst team in the NFL. Say, so, DePaul, dude, we love oh, you, yes. but you, you need you need to start jumping on a new team, bro. Yep. No, we, Houston fans abandon shit. Yeah. Stop stop pulling for Houston. They're just gonna let you down again. We're gonna be on Instagram talking about the embarrassment and how I laugh a little bit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Switch it's bad, teams. Dude. I really do feel it's sorry bad. for you, man. But you're for you, you, you need. Switch. It is bad, and I, I want to. Like <laughs> so Houston. bad. I want to like Houston. I loved Deshaun Watson. JJ Watt is iconic, but yeah, it's just Artists. like you said, jump With ship. Hopkins. Get the pa- get the paper <laughs> You said out. you said Let's I go. I loved uh, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I loved the uh, uh, past No, yes. I just I don't understand. They're the in my notes. I have them as the clowns of the NFL because I don't know how you get rid of all of your players and all of your picks. I yeah, don't we, know how you do. That. We all said it. We're staying in the NFL next year, uh, except I, Josh Jackson or something, nope. right? What nope. did you say? I don't. I think I definitely. I think I agreed. I think I was like, it's I, so I think hard. I may have said the you. Jets. I may have swayed said the Jets. you. You said the Jets. Yeah, the next episode, you swayed over. And then okay. I was like, honestly, but, uh, it's hard to argue that they really are just the worst. They're horrible. It's horrible, dude. So, Houston is. 
Who wants to throw the second team out? So let's go. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead here. I, I do have a team to make fun of, but I'm going to switch gears here. I, I want to okay. go with the Chiefs since they were completely left out of our last video for having no first picks. But Losers. They weren't as, they weren't as were not as bad as the Texans, and they got Orlando Brown for their first-round pick. Yeah, which, which, I is mean, worth, which they needed, you know. That was a very yeah. good trade, in my opinion. That's um, worth it. And the Ravens capitalized off that. The today. Ravens did capitalize off yeah, that. Man. Yeah, man. It was a win-win. It was a win-win for both teams. It was a win-win. It was a, it was a good trade. Mm-hmm. It was a good trade a good in trade. the NFL. Yeah, I agree. So, I, li- I liked it. Period. I, I think, but despite uh, that, despite not having the first-round pick, I the, the Chiefs still did really well to me. They, they're a team that Holy don't need gosh. much. Matt just hit his funny bone. No, I Crap. didn't. It's just his- <laughs> I, I think that Orlando Brown one was good. I think what was it? Pat McAfee said like it makes sense to get rid of your first round pick if you're getting a player that you know is already worth that first, first round, round pick, and to right. roll the dice on someone you yeah. think will be worth. Plus, what did we say they were going to go for anyways? Left tackle. Yeah, exactly. They so, need it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are the money with the yeah, Chiefs. fantastic for that. But <laughs> I'm sorry, Chiefs, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, I, I feel like they still actually did really well because they don't need a whole lot. They they won a Super Bowl. They, they went to the Super Bowl. They got destroyed in the Super Bowl. But they, they are a good, solid team right now. There, there's not a ton of pieces that they need, and uh. Their second round pick, they 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 got a with the the 58th pick, they got uh Nick Bolton, the linebacker out of Missouri. Bolton, that's, oh, I'll that's an athletic him. line. He's he's kind of undersized. He reminds me of uh, a lot. A lot. He kind of reminds too. me of Deion Bush. I have a, a first bit. round grade on Bolton, dude. Late first round, but he's a beast, dude. He, he kind of reminds me of like yeah. Deion Bush. He's just that undersized athletic linebacker. Deion Bush is not undersized. Dion Bush is like 245 pounds. Yeah, but I mean on the shorter side. He, he does. I'll put it this way. He looks undersized, but that's just a lean man, <laughs> Bubba. He's a lean, mean fighting machine. Why do you Bolton's, think his wheels be so fast? <laughs> Bolton's, Bolton's not undersized in the weight category either, Josh. He's 240, but they're they're under six foot, both of them. Yeah, it's a beast, though, bro. Yeah, but, like but I said, we just Chiefs talked trade... about Wallow going to the Texans at two twenty, and the Texans are but, like, they don't have like, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, he's gonna yeah, get mauled yeah. over by an offensive lineman. Let's get back to the right. Chiefs. So, okay. so the Chiefs <laughs> trade up again in the second round to the thirty first pick, and they get Creed Humphrey, who's arguably the best. He is the center, best center in the draft. The best actual center. He's not the best lineman, but he's the best. Actual center in the draft, and they just got Orlando B- Bloom. They got uh Thuny. They got Orlando from- Bloom, dude. Orlando we've Bloom. quoted Elijah Wood and Orlando Bloom tonight, baby. <laughs> Orlando Brown. We're bringing Hollywood guests in. Who said Elijah Wood? I did. I said, Josh that he said Eli- instead <laughs> of more, Elijah instead Moore. of Elijah Moore, <laughs> I said card. Elijah Wood. <laughs> Try and bring Frodo up in her. So they got Orlando Brown. <laughs> they got uh Thuny from the Patriots. I'd rather have and, a lot. Uh, <laughs> Creed Humphrey, they, they they pretty much <laughs> they they told uh, Mahomes, hey look man, we know you ran for 500 yards in the Super Bowl trying not to get sacked. Here, here, we'll take care of you. Our bad, you know. Thank God, Andy Reid. Right. Be smart. Start yeah, running yes. the football a little bit, bro. Yes. You're gonna get another ring. But then they just went and kind of filled, kind of like the Jags did, just some you know some try to hit players. Noah Gray out of Duke, tight end. 
actually reminds me a little bit of Travis I, Kelsey. They definitely need it a lot, dude. But I don't think that – I think they're still, like – Andy Reid's good enough. Their weapons are still good enough they need to depth. say that they need a lot. But they're still definitely good enough they need without depth filling they everything need. they needed. Yeah. Right. They need depth. And uh, I feel like they kind of went out and got that. I mean, they got Cornell Powell uh, in the fifth round, who's not this – a huge big time receiver, great value, but he's a Clemson wide receiver. You get a Clemson player in the fifth round, go for it. You know, uh, Joshua Kando yeah. out of a uh, Florida State, another athletic edge rusher. Uh, I think they've kind of, they really kind of just got some pieces in place, and I think the Chiefs did really well with what they had. You know, as opposed to the Texans. The Texans oh, yeah. didn't have much. Everyone did well as opposed to the Texans. Anyway. Okay, the, <laughs> we've the established. Chiefs, they came out. They came out on top. They came out with a good draft, and I think I think that draft's going to help them a lot next year. I think we're going to notice it big time. You know, yeah, I think it's okay. going to be pretty pretty smexy. So um, uh, we kind of throwing up. Uh, pick pick them pick them up. We'll zip through a yeah. little bit, Matt. You're moving oh. to one, or you want me to go with one? Uh, bro, let me jump on what I'm excited about. Who I do, I do love making fun of them. Um, All just right. because of last season. But I am excited for them. I expect things to change now because the uh, Chargers picked Ooh, up. Let's go. Pick up Chargers. Oh yeah, dude. We're picking up Rashawn Slater to help out your young QB after last I year, can't dude, and your you backfield, still there, dude. What beautiful it should have pick, been there, bro. Potentially the steal beautiful of the draft. Pick. I'll say it again. And they don't the You go, you go, you grab Asante, Asante Samuel from Florida State in the second round to yeah. help out your back, deep backs, which I'm a big fan of Asante Samuel. After losing man. Desmond King, oh, that yeah, was a very mm-hmm. smart one. Dude, I'm so excited but, to see another Asante Samuel in the league. You know, like, <laughs> this is so, so awesome. Seeing all of these dudes, man, like that, like like uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. now, and also J.C. Horn. Everybody, we were getting into football, watching retire. Now we're seeing their kids. Like I know. we're men, dude. This is sick. This is a great time to be alive. I'm it really this. is, man. The, his only problem, he's five ten, but the, he <laughs> doesn't play like so it. So was his dad. I was about to say. Plus, now these days you have receivers who are five ten. You can cover Randy Moss and Jerry Rice at 5'10". Junior will be fine, too. Yeah, his son will be fine. But uh, then going up, Josh Palmer from Tennessee, who's a get-up-and-get-it receiver. He's going to beat the guy on the go route, and he's tall enough to get that football. You know, he can block people out with his body. I think that's a beautiful pick. Pick up right there after losing a couple receivers. Yeah. I think he's going to help out of the red zone threat. And Trey, Trey McKitty from Georgia. I don't know if y'all seen that cat. Kit, cat. Athletic tight end, man. Coming in like a Ingram almost from a, the Giants, you know? Oh, yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. He's that tall, lean. He's going to – he can beat – he's going to beat your linebackers and possibly beat your safeties. I'm hoping – yeah. You know? I'm hoping he does really good after they lost Hunter Henry. Yeah, uh, they me have too. the dude from the. Uh, That's nuts to me. Well, like, they still have I great got, tight ends. I, I mean, well, they've Hunter got Henry, Parham. whatever he wanted, dude. Donald Parham Jr. Donald Parham they got Parham Donald Parham Jr. Who? That's a fun one. Dude. Fun. Yeah. He's so fun to he's play. He did really eight. well. Fun, he did really well for him last year. They got Jared Cook too. So I mean, Jared Cook with them is good for now. Exactly. Jared Cook with Donald Parham and Trey McKinney behind him, dude, to learn from the. 
the old yeah. veteran. Gerald bro, Cook like... is one of the most legendary tight ends I've ever seen, but the problem is I've seen him on about six different uniforms because he's got inconsistent hands. But boy, when he catches it, very true, very get true. Out of the way, my dude is an animal. But yeah, I mean, after that, I mean, they go back, they go get a couple de- uh, defensive linemen from uh, Nebraska. He's okay. Not, not not special, but a solid breather. Uh, same thing with offensive lineman from the yeah, Bears. offensive lineman. My bad. Yeah, the defensive end is uh, from Duke, Chris Rump. Yeah, who I, I'm not a fan of Patrick. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna do too well. I do remember looking up uh their linebacker. Uh, Nick Nick Naiman kind of reminds me of a uh, Joey Jewell a little bit. He's got good closing speed and good play recognition. Same, same school too. Yeah, same school. Basically the same player. Like I'm a right. fan. I I like Joey Jewell, but like I said, I was like he. Whenever he came in, I was like he's not. Josie. It's Josie. I think Josie Jewell. It is Josie Jewell. He'd probably prefer it to be Joey. Yeah, nothing. Got... <laughs> <laughs> nothing special about him, but a solid linebacker. You know, yeah. uh, a little Larry Runtree, the running back from Missouri, who did big sleeper man. Same thing with Mark Webb from Georgia. Both those the deep back, you get to get a Georgia deep back in the seventh round. That's solid. And then Missouri running yep. backs are always scat backs. They're just gonna beat beat you, beat you fast as hell. Josh, are you playing with a snitch? Uh, yes, I am. I'm playing with my snitch, Ben. What do you have? What's wrong with that? Hey, snitches uh, get listen. stitches. <laughs> Beyond for, for those that aren't watching uh, this on YouTube. Anyways, I'm playing with my snitch. <laughs> Oh I'll let you look that up and figure <laughs> out what it is. That wraps up my uh, my thoughts on the Chargers draft. I think it's a win. I think I think we're going to see them win games next year. Our predictions like, will be pretty let's fun go, a bear. All of our I mean, Chargers Herbert. predictions. We're going to have to go to that. Um, go back. We're going to have episode. to go back to that episode and re-listen to our predictions. Um, we'll just see how much everybody had to drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, uh, okay okay so well i'm gonna skirt through my next one because i they, i have three right we got and 20 more minutes Texans is well, hilarious got... but i got one that i'm like i want to talk about because i love their draft but it's not going to be this one i'm going to throw one in here to skirt through and then that one we could talk about later i'll get a little bit more into depth we'll we'll pass the torch after i skirt through right here we're going to talk about the cleveland browns my cliff note on the cleveland browns is they can do whatever the hell they want ha ha um very mad at all of you definitely still pretty mad the more i went over the browns <laughs> analysts and was like i hate every one of you i knew greg newsom was good enough and i knew cleveland wanted him and you but Fantastic pick. I think the Browns did awesome. I think Greg Newsom is fighting for a starting position in preseason. I don't Especially think with you know, the injuries like, and, and with health the, concerns there with Yeah, the man. People. And and Greedy Williams really hasn't quite proved himself yet, basically because of injuries. And Denzel Ward's proved himself and then still had injuries. And I think Greg Newsom is fighting to be a starter on that defense. Oh, man, and, I forgot about the Browns draft. And then right after the Browns draft, man, the Browns, I can't believe he fell all the way to here. They draft, ah, man, the argument for the best linebacker in this draft. They took Jeremiah Wuskaramo at pick 50. It's insane. 52. 56, 52, 52. 52. Dude. Blew my oh, 
freaking my. How oh did god, that dude! They already have Sayon, Taki Taki, and Mac Wilson, and now they have three young game-breaking linebackers that people are just sleeping on. Yeah, sleeping on. These guys are gonna be nuts. We'll keep moving. Um, I love their following pick. They drafted the fastest player in the draft, Anthony Schwartz. He ran a four-two-six forty, and he is darn. That is like, fast. He's like. <laughs> Six foot tall, like our like one, isn't he? five. I think he's six foot, and this dude's gonna be a Tyree Kill style six player, foot, man. Six foot one eighty six. Yeah, he's 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 a he's oh, not the catch, that small of a boy. After the to catch, be he's running ridiculous a four two. That's nuts. I'm in. I love it. The Browns are killing this draft. Yeah, I but forgot it's about still, that. Those first they could do whatever they wanted. Killer. All three of those picks aren't spots that they needed. They were just fun picks for them. And from there, you know, they they go. Oh man, the Browns went with uh, depth on the offensive line. Um, they j- James Hudson, Cincinnati. It's a good one. He's very powerful, but he's kind of just progressive. And they go over. They go depth on the defensive line, like we talked about. I- I'm, this one's okay, but at this point, like you said, the Browns could just kind of do, do whatever they, they want. want. Man. They took three amazing, great picks, p- best players there. Then they were like, we could add a little bit to our offensive line. We could add a little bit to our defensive line. They they took – okay, this is the next one that intrigues me. They took um, – I almost said Justin Fields. Tony Fields. Uh, Tony Fields is the linebacker out of West Virginia. Um, things that I like about him. He is like uh, Wallow. Like I talked about, he's small. He's only 220. But he is West Virginia's defensive captain. He's a very hybrid player. And they have him at linebacker, but I get a feeling they're they're gonna play him in like a nickel. I don't think that he's gonna be Jeremiah Wuskaramoa out there. I I think they're gonna use this guy kind of as a filler wherever they need him. But I think he's an exciting pick mainly because like he's a very undersized linebacker who's just he's the team captain on West Virginia, and those guys are really fun to watch because you know those guys are like. It's just because of their heart. They're kind of nasty. And that's fun for me. Uh, after that, man, uh, they get Richard LeCounte the third. I really like this pick as well. This is a, another safety defensive back. They could put him down a corner if they wanted to, but it's he came from, from Georgia. From Georgia. And you know why this dude fell so late? You know why? No, we're waiting on you. <laughs> because... He was riding a dirt bike and got hit by several cars. Oh, cool. And was severely injured and had only played six games. And all the doctors have cleared him now. But this dude was a Georgia monster. Had a horrible accident, man. And I'm like, I cannot wait to see if this dude comes back from that accident like a champ. And then they just picked up a, a running back. UCL is running back, uh, Demetric Felton. Matt, running backs are a little bit more your, your specialty. Uh, to me, he's undersized and slow. But why not? Cleveland can do whatever they want. That's my analysis on Cleveland, and I'm done. That's the recap of them. Oh, I think they, they did a good they job did really well. because they do whatever they want to do because they, they could, and they did a good job. Yeah, they, they went for, like, some electricity. You yeah. Know? 
which is smart in the position they're in. Anyway, so I'm going to move on to a team that I'm going to trash, and I really should not be trashing them uh, because they really shouldn't have done so much to deserve to be trashed. But I'm going to go with uh, Cincinnati here. I'm going to go with the Bengals. And it's like – Yep, they're I, trash. I said with the Jags, the Jags did really smart because – they got their franchise quarterback, and now they're going to start building around him, and they're not trying to win right now. They're planning for the future with these players. They're taking players that they know they can piece together and players that are going to work well. And when you get your when you get your franchise quarterback and he gets hurt because you can't protect him with a Dorn, you don't pass. You don't pass on. You don't pass on the the best offensive tackle we've seen in recent memory and forever. I mean, Jamar Chase is a great pick if you're trying to win right now. But I don't think uh, – you don't pass on Penesco. Honestly – You got to be able to pass to. <laughs> right. Well, he's not even – I said that a few episodes ago. He, he's that downfield guy. If you don't have time to let him get downfield, he's a, he's a non-factor. He's at, yeah, exactly. So if you're having to get rid of the ball before Jamar Chase gets to where he needs to be, then Jamar Chase is a non-factor. So without Penesuel, without an offensive line, Jamar Chase is not a good pick, you know. But uh, then they go and draft Jackson Corman, Clemson's guard, which guard? Uh, yes. Oh, great pick. That was a solid, Cincy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we are, <laughs> and even even going. watching him, there were so much better offensive linemen on the board. Even still, right there, he's not he's not bad. He's powerful. He's big, but uh, he just kind of like the ball snapped, and he waits for his guy to get to him. He doesn't if if no one comes to his lane, he doesn't look for someone else to block. He's like, oh cool, I didn't have to block anyone on this play, and honestly. My f- the only pick I think did well is uh, Joseph Asai. They got Joseph Asai in the third round. The edge out of uh, Texas, Josh? Yes. That was a good I, pick for yes. them. But That's other really, than that, he, he's good. He's awesome. I looking like at Cincinnati's draft. I don't know if he fits Cincinnati's. Defense, okay, that's but, what I was about okay. to say. Looking at Cincinnati's draft, they're. Don't they run a 4 3? They're very sporadic. I, uh, looking yeah. at their draft, looking at their draft, you wouldn't know what they run. That's a bad pick if they draft if they run a four three, which I think they do. That's they drafted Joseph Asai, okay, who is an athletic linebacker. edge rusher. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a linebacker. He's a standing in linebacker, mm-hmm. uh, uh, rushing outside linebacker. Well, then they go and they draft Cameron Sample, also an edge, but this is a six foot three, two hundred seventy two pound edge. He's he's a he's your hand in the dirt defensive end, you know, a, a four man front defensive end or or a three man front you know, defensive end. And then they go draft Tyler Shelvin out of LSU, who's a defensive 350-pound defensive tackle. It's like their they're, they're defensive linemen were all over the place. Like, what are you running here? You know? You got three guys that don't fit together. They're running Joe Burrow, Ben. Right, they're going to get him hurt again. Yeah. yeah. And then they oh, start yeah. reaching for more offensive linemen here in the fourth round. Uh, Dante Smith out of East Carolina. Um Trey Hill out of Georgia. Then they take, you know, sixth round. Chris Chris Evans, Michigan's running back. And uh, 
another defensive end, Wyatt Herbert in the seventh round, Hubert. But another reason that their draft is just horrible is they got a kicker in the fifth round. That's awesome. That's so. I mean, with they as have so much many to throw when needs, Joe Burrow gets injured, right? As many needs as you have, and they went and got a kicker in the fifth round. So I just, I don't, I didn't understand Cincinnati's draft logic at all. It was like they, <laughs> they got a, uh, they got a bunch of players that just don't fit in the same schemes. So it, it's not even like they were drafting for a scheme. They're going to have a really hard time putting all these guys on the field at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I just – I was now they, they're, very they're, confused by their draft logic. They were one of the laughing teams in there. Um, I got a – which team – I'm re- still really excited for next season. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, who I think their first two round – First two picks, dude, um, both out of Ben Boys, a receiver and offensive line, Devontae yeah, Smith like and Landon Dickerson going in there. Already know Jaden Hurts. Already got chemistry with Jaden Hurts. I think that was a wise move. I think they're going to do great. Then you got Milton Williams from Louisiana Tech, who's a big defensive line. He's going to help out in there. They've already got a nasty line. We know that. They make make big moves there. I think that was smart. Um <clears throat> Texas Tech's deep back. I don't know if y'all know uh, Zach Barson, if y'all seen him or not. That little kid, that kid, he's a beast, man. He's six foot four, 278, not him, no, 5'11, 195 pounds. My bad, y'all. But aggressive with it. He comes down hard. He goes for the ball. I mean, he picks it off. He's good after the catch, too. And he's got some speed under him. I think he's a, it just he got passed up to the fourth round picks specifically because of Texas Tech, in my opinion. I think he's probably th- and I love a, Texas a third round pick. players, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same here. And then uh, Kenneth Gainwell, the running back from Memphis. This is the guy I was thinking about earlier. Who just oh, they got him. He's Tony Pollard, man. He's the same thing the Cowboys did. You know, got him late fifth round pick. I think Tony Pollard was a fourth round was, for the Cowboys. Uh. And then, yeah, they, they come get a fifth-round pick for uh, for Kenneth Gainwell, who I, I'm a big fan. Like I said, he's fast, he's quick. Put him at receiver, put him at running back. He's got to hit that gap and just go. After that, I mean, really, they got a couple backups, but then they were able to grab an LSU safety in the seventh round, which that's a win right there. I'm excited about that. I think they came out on top of their draft. Big moves. Hell yeah, yeah man. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's, that's actually a good one. That's a very solid draft. Way to go, New England. Uh, I know. I mean, uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, dude. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm looking at New England stuff, too, right now. Why are you looking at New England stuff right now, huh? Right. I was looking for a specific player. I can't remember where he went. Okay. But. I'll get into it a little bit with the one that uh, I definitely, like, do want to talk about. I'm excited about them because the next team, my fourth team that I have, I can literally comment on one player and just say, that's it. Um, this one right here, I, dude, Las Vegas, the Raiders, I think they had a good draft. Uh, I said my piece about Alex Leatherwood. If it is on the purpose of helping Josh Jacobs, I'm behind it. I love it. I dig it. The Raiders did say they plan on him starting as a right tackle, which I think is a very good spot for him at right tackle. And then (laughs) second round, they take my boy. They go Trayvon Morig, TCU. Fantastic, dude. The fact that he drops to the second round and they take him 
Beautiful job, Gruden. The mad scientist is doing his work. Uh, because right after that, he had a little bit of regret on early on trades, and they take uh, Malcolm Kuntz, the Buffalo edge rusher. Now, they're saying that this dude is labeled as a defensive end. If y'all wa- Have y'all seen him? No. Kuntz? He buff- dude, oh, man. Up. He is awesome, dude. Uh, he, see, he's, he's 250. But, and so they have him labeled as defensive end because he's 250. But if you watch his highlights, this is someone that's going to replace Khalil Mack. Like, that's what, that's what they're looking at whenever they took him. Everything, most everything he did at Buffalo was like what Anthony Barr did. He was just a standing outside edge rusher. He's quick and he's long, you know. And I think he's got a little. I I think he's got some pump behind him. I actually think him going into the third is late, because I don't think people are. I think people are underestimating this guy. He's terrifying. And then again, they had another third. These guys had seven seven picks, but they wound up snagging. Uh, two in the third instead of having a six, which is dope. Yeah, that's so much better. Um, and their their next third round pick is uh, what Divine Diblo? Yeah, yeah. Y'all know who that is from Virginia Tech. This dude is Derwin James mm-hmm. reincarnated. It's, that, it's it's Diablo, <laughs> I think. I think it's Diablo. Maybe it might be Diablo. I, 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 I think I was watching his highlights. I think I remember them Dude. saying Divine Diablo. Six yeah. how, how much pronunciation say last name correct? Uh, yeah. Good point. The dude, is, the dude is six foot three, 225 pounds. He's West Virginia's defensive captain, and he's just defensive back, dude. Like, he's technically labeled as free safety um, when he was at Virginia Tech. But the dude played outside cornerback. The dude played slot cornerback. The dude played nickel. He played strong. He played free. He played linebacker because he's six foot three, 225 pounds, and can keep up with a slot receiver on the inside and in man coverage, dude. That's why he's their team captain at Virginia Tech. And in the third round, taking Derwin James reincarnated along with Trayvon Morig, dude. That's scary. And from there, they just kept building their defensive backs, which is really one of the only weak positions that Oakland has right now. Like, they they go uh, uh, Tyree Glispie from Missouri. I liked him. He's tough. He hits hard. He tackles well. He's a little late on his breaks from the receivers, but you're talking about a fourth-round cornerback here. Uh, and and – that you you just you like those guys that like kind of what we said at this point you're like what am I thinking my value is who am I looking for that I feel like I could turn into something and after that they go to the fifth round they take another defense back they take a corner they take Nate Hobbs the second this dude here he says he's the best underdog the Raiders have ever drafted uh basically like he had to scrape for snaps in high school he scraped for snaps in college then he becomes a breakout player at Illinois. And th- this is one of those guys that's going to get his first check and buy his mama house because he – well, he that's actually said that I said that. He can't. Um, he, his father died when he was young. He raised all of his younger siblings with his mom and his granddad's help, and they both passed away when he was in college. So this dude is somebody that's going to get his first check and buy all of his siblings a house. Like, this dude is an underdog, and he's ready to show it. And after that – why not? They took a center in the seventh round just because they lost Rodney Hudson. So we got Alex Leatherwood so we can maybe move someone to center. 
and then they take this guy. Um, they take Jimmy Morrison out of Pittsburgh, and I don't know a whole lot about him because he was a seventh-round pick, and I figured they were just trying to fill that gap, but I like Oakland's draft. I think they did a damn good job. Yeah. And these last three teams, we're going to zippity doo da. Zippity day. Like not a whole lot of time left. Anyhow. Yes, but we're going to have to put two screams in. We're going to have to. Yowza, that's loud. All right, cool. So I'm going to go, and I, I, I really could spend a lot of time on this team, but I'm not going to because I know we, we, we're short on time right now. Slingin'. But, um, I really think that Detroit Lions could be one of the teams that, quote-unquote, won the draft. I mean, they could have won the draft strictly because Penesuel was sitting there at number seven, and they get him. But then they go in the second round, and they get uh, Levi Onzerike. Levi Onzerike, defensive tackle out of Washington. And then in the third round, they get Aleem McNeil, defensive tackle out of North Carolina State. And the thing when you're watching these two guys' highlights is they're both big, strong. Ali McNeil is athletically gifted. That is a strong, large man. And neither one of them have any quit in them, dude. Any quit. Both of them have such high motors. It's scary if you're a quarterback and you're watching these guys come at you because if they get blocked and, and you step around the guard to, you know, so they hold that. And, and the guy, he's still coming. He's just going to still be coming yeah, he is. until you throw the ball away. <laughs> <laughs> they basically, yeah, you know, it's, it's Nadaba Kinsu and Nick Fairley again. Let's just hope that they don't stomp on people's heads. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit worried they might, though. You know? No, I, I'm hopeful that they stomp on people's heads. Let's go. <laughs> no, but they, they, it's two big athletic defensive tackles that just don't stop, man. And that's that's really that was a big need for uh, Detroit is the the middle after they lost everybody that they shouldn't have lost, yeah. Um, but then they went in the third round, pick one hundred and one. They get uh, Ifatu Melifanu, who I think fell very far. Yes, yeah, I was about to say he fell did. really I far. Like got pick it. a lot. Yeah, he fell really far. That's a, a very solid pick. They had they got Jeffrey Akuda last year, they got uh, Melifanu this year, and he's he's good tackler. Long, athletic. I think they have very similar. A players. solid corner. Yeah, they are very similar players. They are very similar. He fell too far, and uh, it may have been because his brother was a bust, but his brother is also just athletically gifted. He, he just couldn't fit anywhere that he's been, and a lot of that had to do with teams that were rebuilding. He seemed to have, like he was on the Raiders for a while, you know. Yeah. Anyways, but I think I think uh, Ifatu is going to be a good fit. Um, I think he's going to actually – we'll see a lot more playing time than it with him. Um, they got Amonra St. Brown in the fourth round. Great receiver out of uh, USC. He's a good 50-50 guy. He's going to go up and he's going to win the contested catches for you. Good pick. Uh, Derek Barnes, linebacker out of Purdue. I like – I actually like him. He's, he's a very old-school linebacker. Mm-hmm. He's very fun to watch. He's a good. He's not it's gonna be interesting. Davis. No, he's gonna not be... Jared Davis. But but losing Jared Davis, they needed that that smash mouth centerpiece on the defense, and and I think he could potentially surprise people and 
be that late round pick that steps up and 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 takes over that role, yeah you know? it's be the linebacker halfway through the season that you're kind of like who oh, is this guy you know moves. like yeah. right where like, who's from? this cat how long have we had him and then you're like oh what right so lions fans watch out for uh Derek Barnes, keep him on your radar, man. Hey, Lions are good at that too, um, with getting linebackers like that that kind of fall under the radar. And yeah, dude, and then they uh, let them go. A swell job for them, yeah. And they they never realized it. But, no, uh, I think they did. I think us fans like the, do. Much like the Jags, they did. They did very. Uh, they did. They did a good job at finding those <coughs> great Sorry. potential, great value for for uh, where they yeah. were picking. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's my take on, on them, Matt. Yeah, saw to pick. you. Uh, dude, my last team, um, honestly, one of the teams I, I actually think really did do uh, just phenomenal job in the drafts, man. Maybe the best. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, dude. Going up, freaking Dan Quinn, they let him do his thing, bro. Like, he rebuilt the league. I really he, think Dan Quinn he's trying all to- the picks himself. Oh, no, no. He was like, hey, y'all remember the Seahawks defense that won the Super Bowl and we're so badass for a couple of years? And the Cowboys were like, dude, yeah, we do remember that. He's like, let me make it for you real quick. And that's what they did. Like, I expected them to hit an offensive line to really get, just because they lost Frederick, I was thinking that they were going to just boom that great wall dash like they always do. But I like the route that they took. And when it had take Michael Parsons in the first round, I mean, your your quarterback's gone. You take the best player in the draft, right there. He he honestly had that same Seahawks defense when he was in Atlanta too. Before he lost oh. Kyle Shanahan as an OC, and he but took yeah. the players from Atlanta that he wanted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Keanu, yeah, like it's yeah. great. But then getting Kelvin Joseph, man, deep. Uh, Kelvin Joseph is the second round to play on the other side back there. It's a nice cornerback. He's going to do a great job. Um. Osa Odigizuwa. You couldn't say it either. You couldn't say it either. Osa Odigizuwa, bruh. This dude I'm hyped for. That's why I was smiling whenever you started talking about Dallas. I was like, let's see if Max third round, bruh. Dude, this dude is an ant. Oh, my God. The Cowboys already have a good bit of talent on that defensive line. They just rotate. But they can't seem to get that run stop, that run stopper in the middle. And I think that dude's about to help them so much with that, especially getting Chauncey Goldston from Iowa right after in the yeah. third round. Yeah, Both those guys. Six, Odigizua could become six a star foot on that two, 279, oh, Odigizua, yes. and then six foot five, 270, Chauncey Goldston from Iowa. Watch out, because they're going to be nasty up there switching. Then you get Nissan Wright, deep back from Oregon State, who might end up being the better starter on the outside than Kelvin Joseph, honestly. Like, I, watch I out. I am excited. He's, he's getting a lot of heat. I, I don't understand why, I, but I'm excited for this well, big they're, frame card. They're saying they don't think he can keep up with uh, the cuts. So they're saying, like, outside cornerback, keep all the go routes, keep him in a zone, don't play him man, because they don't think he can he can cut as fast as most of the receivers. That's the biggest, biggest problem I've heard about him. But then you grab Jabril Cox from LSU in the fourth round, dude. What help. a steal. About to say, to sit there steal. and play your coverage linebacker, dude, with with Smith and uh, Keanu Neal, that's going to – oh, God, that's going to be beautiful. Ham Van Smith, Keanu Neal, Michael Parsons, 
Like, wow, that's scary. Dallas did a great job. That is scary. And then you go and you get your offensive line, like I was talking about, Josh Bell from Marshall, six foot eight, three hundred and nine pounds, dude. Okay, I'm not in the a fan fourth of, round. I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan of this pick because it is such a Cowboys move here. This dude has been he's he was a huge player coming out of uh, high school, but then suspended for what was it like eleven accounts of let it go. Look, yes, thing. yes, Ben. But out of look, we we always try and get a big offensive line late in the draft to try and do something. They never do anything. This kid actually plays well though. He's if got he, promise. They just need he, to. Yeah, they, they need to put him on lockdown and get the off the field stuff oh, taken care of. But say, if he can take care of that, I think he's going to be a great fourth round pick that the Cowboys got away with. Absolutely. Simi if, he could, f- if he could turn his life around, that's that's. Simi Fuhoku, wide receiver from Stanford, dude. Wow, oh, the only my... reason Davis Mills looked good. Wow, man, this kid's coming out if he can keep strong hands because that's saying that's the only problem. They said if it wasn't for a couple of his drops, this kid would have been in the second round, yes. top yeah, second round yeah, pick yeah. wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Dude, what a Houston steal. set their hopes on the Dude. QB that was garbage but looked good because the, of this kid. The the thing is, they don't ever really need him. The receiver core they have is it's insane. Yeah, but amazing. if they yeah. can get this kid to be to be for sure catch, he might as well jump up and beat that third receiver for them or that fourth receiver for them in the future, you know? Like the kid's gonna make big moves. Absolutely, and absolutely. Quentin Bo Bohanna, a defense tackle from Kentucky, who's also a big boy, big run stopper. Actually, I think big time sleeper. If y'all watch his draft, he plays a he plays a lot like Kenny Clark, dude. That dude blows through that center. He his swim moves on the inside is insane, and he he. Great play recognition between the option for the QB and the running back. I was a big fan of that one. Uh, Israel Mukumu Mukwamu. Uh, from South Carolina. Another good deep back, in my opinion. Big really fan of him. about him, too. And uh, Matt Farnock, the guard from ne- Nebraska. Nothing big, nothing special. So- solid breather, though. You know, I think. Is he decent. The, is he the one that worked With out the hair. Towards- I don't know, but he's got the hair. Got long hair. Yeah. Currently. He, he's a good McCormu little dude. Is Strong, a, but... Israel McCormu is listed as safety right now for the Cowboys. That's where they plan on starting him. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I would. I would. He's a bit... That's a big safety. Six foot four out there for, for safety. It's Dan Quinn. It's Legion of Boom, man. Dude. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah. Uh, no, I think... Great job. Uh, I think possibly won the draft, if not one of the top five teams in, White, six in the four too. top draft right here. Yeah. I think they killed it. All right, Josh, take us home. All right, y'all ready? Here's the speed round. We weren't going to talk about them tonight. We're talking about the Indianapolis Colts. It's not what I planned on. But the truth is I heard way too many people shitting on one of my boys that the Colts drafted, and I think the haters need to stop. We'll start out right here. I think the Colts draft is a little bit odd, but I don't think it was a bad draft. I've already said my piece about Pay. I think he's going to help out. I don't think it's what they needed to do, but – Pay is definitely a beast. We're going to move on to the second round. The Colts go for Deo uh, Odibo or Odingo. Odingbo is how it is. Um, when they say it fast, it just sounds like Odibo. I don't hear the G in there. So, um, honestly, I think everybody watch out for this dude. He is an uh, edge rusher from uh, Vanderbilt. 
And the scariest thing about Vanda, him, Vanderbilt's, Vanderbilt's dude, no, no, no. scared Let, of the school. This bro. is why I say everybody watch out because this dude is probably the reason they took Quiddy Pay in the first to put him inside because this guy is going outside. This dude is six foot six, 285 pounds, and ran a four seven. This dude is coming for you cool. off the edge. I'm scared of this man. Sean Oakman. Watch uh... <laughs> out, homie. This dude is coming for blood, and I am that's uh, he's good. It was nice. And from there, they dropped, they took, they took a talent tight end. They took uh Keelan Grayson, SMU's tight end. Honestly, I just think he's a scheme fit. He's kind of like Trey Burton, and that's what Frank Wright likes. You never know he's, what you're getting from SMU. I was gonna say he's six foot one. He's a little short for a tight end, but he Could plays. Get Sutton, he, you know, he plays like a big bodied yeah, receiver. That's what I'm saying. He plays like a big bodied receiver. I think he just is gonna go into the cold spread, and they just kind of were like, "Why not?" The next pick I really like. Sean Davis is a safety out of Florida. Sean mm. Davis is a snag. Mm. Sean Davis is a mm. freaking steal, mm. man. The what only reason pick. Sean Davis dropped this far is because he sat out last season and he didn't get to put those numbers up again. But bruh. This dude is aggressive. This is the this is the safety replacement you're talking about, Matt. This is now they're not worried about not having Malik Hooker. They have Julian Blackman and Sean Davis is going to come into this defense hot. Oh yeah, I'm oh, yeah. on that. We're going to drop from Sean Davis. This is who everybody's shitting on. Back off of Sam Ellinger, everybody. This man has so much leadership ability. They have Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is going to do all right. But honestly, I had my concerns and I was trying to convince myself that. It would be okay, and Carson Wentz won't do so bad. But now, I'm not worried about it at all because Jacob Eason has never done anything to prove himself. And people keep saying that Sam Ellinger hasn't either. But the fact that this dude was here in the sixth round, if you are one of 32 teams, you should take him if he's in the sixth round. This dude is potentially a franchise QB. This dude has the leadership ability to take a crap-ass team like the Texas Longhorns and go toe-to-toe with Joe Burrow and the 2019 championship uh, LSU Tigers and take them into triple overtime. This dude is a baller, and if Carson Wentz goes down, he better be the one playing instead of Jacob Eason because Carson Wentz probably won't come back in the game, even if he's healthy. Sam Ellinger is going to be a king. Um, I, I like Sam Ellinger, man. I think that's a great pick because Carson Wentz—he's not staying healthy this season. Okay, no, let's be honest. No, and Jacob Eason but, has not been in that kind of position. Like you're talking about, Sam Ellinger's a four-year starter for the Texas Longhorns and their team captain, and like he went here because he played for the Texas Longhorns. That's why he is so good, man. This dude is a leader. I'm on it. Like I'm in it. I love the pick. I love I it. And. Their next two picks are both seven rounders. They took uh, Mike Stretchen. Uh, he's interesting, very small school. Charleston. He came from Charleston. I think Charleston is D two. Small and school, but that's a big man. I was gonna say his <laughs> upside is that he's six foot five and he ran a four five. Uh, downside: not much football experience from the Bahamas. You know, like so he's like playing from out of a country, coming in over here getting his degree, going, playing in D2 school, but major potential if the Colts can, like, really teach him the game of football because he is uh, Mike Evans' bodybuild type. Sometimes, so, sometimes those yeah. raw guys are the best yeah. to take in, though. Because yeah. if they're and coachable, you you can 
you could do something with that. The upsetting thing is that they didn't take offensive line earlier for me. I say screw the tight end, take the offensive line. But they took the offensive line with their last pick. He's not bad. Will Fries, I like him. He came from Penn State. And honestly, Will Fries, he, he played every single position on that offensive line. So he could pretty much fill for the Colts wherever they need. But the Colts aren't Dallas where they need people to fill wherever anybody gets hurt all the time. The Colts are somebody that needed to replace their left tackle, and this is not him. But – all in all, odd draft, not a bad draft. That's the Colts right there, baby. Uh, um, I, cool. Yeah, I think they did a lot better. Go get uh, my balloon so we can thought. close out. But <clears throat> okay, while he does that, we'll just throw out there, you know, like, subscribe, follow us on everything, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Instagram. Let's, let's blow it up, guys. Blow it up. That gets cred, you know, a lot of things. I just posted something as we were recording, you know, so like, like ah! damn. Just, uh, yeah, you know, like, subscribe, uh, follow it all. Watch the whole thing, this the whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You missed a little bit. Oh, man. I did not hear anything Matt said to y'all, but I definitely believe that he was talking bad about me about it. My headphones on. That's because you are poo poo. So. <laughs> Tune in next week. Sorry we didn't have Gabe, but that's it. From what, what do we know? Oh, it's just so bad at that, man. Uh, I was on point with y'all. Yeah, yeah.